Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Rare Disease Mama. I am your host, Jillian Arnold. Hey guys, I just wanted to say I recorded this episode just before the Palestine and Israel conflict broke out. And before we begin, I wanted to just take a brief moment to acknowledge all the heartbreak that is happening in Palestine and Israel right now. No matter which side you stand on, I think we can all agree that the violence and destruction on innocent lives is just absolutely devastating. Anytime a war breaks out or a natural disaster occurs, my mind immediately goes to all of those with extra medical needs who rely on equipment and medication to survive. And as a mother of two medically complex kids, I cannot even even fathom what I would do if I were in a situation like that. My heart just absolutely breaks for everyone affected by this war. I hope that listening to my podcast can be a much needed mental escape from all the sadness that we're seeing in the world right now. And this is just your daily reminder to be so grateful and appreciative to be in a safe environment. All right, let's get into the show. Hi, guys. I hope everyone's having a wonderful week. So I had a very interesting um, trip to New York. (laughs) Um, So I know on my last podcast, I had talked about how hard the decision was to make to not bring our kids to my cousin's wedding in New York um, when my my daughter Stella was supposed to be a flower girl in it and how I just, you know, the FOMO was kicking in. And let me just tell you guys that this is why, this is exactly why you need to always follow your intuition and your gut because Deep down, me and Donald both felt like we shouldn't bring the kids. And holy smokes, we dodged a bullet. Because <laughs> the wedding itself was beautiful. I had so much fun. Sorry, my dog keeps running up and down the steps. <laughs> if you hear a, a collar jingling, that's him. Um, but anyways, I had such a blast at the wedding. And it was so great to be with all my family um, cause I haven't seen them all in so long, but the travel day there was absolutely miserable. We got to the airport. Our flight was supposed to leave at eight 30 and I was traveling with my mom, um, who gosh, I love her, but not the easiest person to travel with. Um, <laughs> so we get to the airport on time get on our flight, and we end up sitting on the runway for about, I think it was two hours, and they ended up turning the plane around, taking us back to the gate. 
because there was like torrential downpours in New York. And I guess LaGuardia, where we were flying into, had flooded, like a bunch of the gates had flooded. So they basically took us back to the gate, said the flight was being delayed. They didn't know when or if we were going to make it out. So me and my mom basically hung out in the airport for like five hours, um, tried to stay close to our gate so we can get updates. And finally, I think we ended up taking off at like 1.30 or 2 or something. Um, by the time we got into New York, it was like 4.30. And I don't know how, like my my dad travels all the time for work. Like he basically lives at airports and he was like, I, when we got home, he's like, I was completely shocked that you guys, that your flight wasn't canceled. I thought for sure it was going to be canceled. Um, so we did make it there, but when we got there, um, it was raining. The weather was gross and there was like legitimate flooding happening in areas of New York. Like our cousin sent us some videos of them driving home from work and they were driving through like a river. Like it was crazy. Um, luckily <laughs> my brother and, uh, my sister-in-law had picked us up from the airport and we put it in ways like to get to the hotel. And it kind of took us around all the flooded areas um, but we were still driving for a good hour and a half, two hours to, to the hotel. So by the time we got to the hotel, we were exhausted. Um, the rehearsal dinner was supposed to be that night. They ended up canceling it because of the weather. And the groom had family that was like traveling in from out of town. And it the whole the, that whole night was just like a mess. And I felt so horrible that they had to cancel their rehearsal dinner. Um, but we ended up ordering some, uh, delicious New York style pizzas and we made, had our own little rehearsal dinner in the lobby of the hotel. It was a good time. Um, but the whole time I was just thinking, good Lord, if we had Roman and Stella with us too, this would be absolutely miserable. So I'm, I'm happy to report though, the next day it was beautiful weather and um the wedding was awesome i did miss the kids but it was it was nice to just like be able to actually have conversations with my family members because when the kids are with us it's we're just constantly doing things for them like feeding them giving them water monitoring seizures um it it's just like everything is a process so I did really enjoy the wedding. It was really fun. It was beautiful. Congrats to my cousin Kimmy and her new husband, Steve. You guys are gorgeous. And yeah, I had so much fun. But just a reminder to just always follow your, always follow that mom gut. I know I talk about that a lot, but it's there for a reason, right? Um, so yeah. What else? What else? Um, we also have decided on for Stella's Make-A-Wish. We've officially decided we're going to Disney World. Um, I have talked about in the past how it's such a hard decision, like coming up with wishes for them because they can't really tell us what they want to do. Um, with Roman, we ended up 
getting a hot tub because both the kids love being in the water, but Roman just thrives in the water. He loves it. Plus, it's it's really good for them and, you know, their muscles. And um, I think it ended up being a really great wish for him. But for Stella, we're like, okay, we we did something that we could have and, like, continue using with Roman. And I've just, like, I feel like if we're going to go to Disney World – ever going through Make-A-Wish is going to be the most magical experience. So we decided on that. We're going to go probably at the end of January. Um, So I'm getting excited about that. Although it'll be another long drive to Florida because we can't fly. Well, we, we could attempt it, but it's just logistically, I just cannot wrap my head around flying with our kids. And I get so mad when I think about this too, because they need to make air travel more accessible. It is, it's horrible. Like I've, I started following this guy on Instagram who is in a wheelchair and he travels a lot. Um, and he's always posting about like, really accessible places to travel. And he just did, he just posted this video of him on getting on an airplane. He had an eight hour flight and it said something like, uh, when you don't eat or drink for two days, so you don't have to get, so you don't have to go to the bathroom at all during your eight hour flight. And I like never really thought about that. Like, okay, you can, get on the plane with a wheelchair, but they have to put the wheelchair underneath the plane. You can't stay in your wheelchair. They don't have any like tie downs or strap downs, which I feel like this day and age they should totally have. Um, But then like, so you get transported onto the plane, but then how do they use the bathroom? Like, it's just like inhumane. Like they need, (laughs) they need better accessible air travel. And it makes me mad because we have to do another long drive, which, you know, it is it is what it is. But in the future, I would really like to be able to travel on an airplane with my kids. And they deserve to travel. And, you know, my brother and his wife live out in California, and I would love to take our kids out there. But it's just not doable. Like, we can't drive that far. And a plane right now just isn't doable for us. So I don't know. That's my rant about air travel. It's I, I did see, though, this was kind of exciting. Someone did send me a link. I want to see if I can find it now. What was it under? Um, someone sent me a link of... Here it is. Of an article um, that Delta is... They're trying, they're putting together like a prototype for passengers with reduced mobility. Um, so basically they're they're working on it. And the seat, it actually looks kind of cool, but it's so you could people in wheelchairs could stay in their wheelchairs on the airplane. So yeah, I don't know. I'll try and post it in my um show notes on this episode if anyone's curious but it looks cool and it gives me a little hope but still accessible air travel is just 
pretty much non-existent right now, and it's frustrating. Anyways, um, on to some more positive updates. So I recently started working again outside of my caregiving job. My old company, so I don't, many of you probably know this, but before I had Stella, I worked at a local Cincinnati brewery um, as their assistant director of private events. So I did event sales, we did, you know, booking brides and detailing weddings and then working the weddings, working corporate events, all sorts of fun things. Um, It was a really fun job, loved my coworkers. But once I had Stella and she was diagnosed, there was just no way that I could work at that time. We couldn't juggle everything. And it really, really sucked going from a two salary household down to a one salary household. Not to mention, it was the first time since I had turned 15 that I wasn't working. I have had a job since I turned 15 years old. So I've always had a source of my own income. And it's, I don't know, I I did always want to be a stay-at-home mom. So I'm definitely not complaining about all the time that I got with my kids. But I also didn't realize until I started working again, how much I kind of missed like using that part of my brain. (laughs) Um, So basically my, my, one of my old coworkers, she now runs the department and she had asked me um, when we saw each other a few weeks back, if I would be willing to help out, just like work from home, answering emails and doing inquiries. And I was like, I am down because I need some money. And, you know, I love doing this podcast, but (laughs) I am not making any money off of it. It is uh, purely a passion project. Um, And I don't know, I was just getting to the point where I just missed that part of me, the part that isn't momming 24-7. Like, I just, it's just like a nice mental break from all the stresses of being a rare disease parent. You know, you are constantly, constantly juggling a million things inside your brain. Well, I just want to, women in general probably do that. But being a rare disease parent, it's on a whole nother level. Um, and to be given the opportunity to make some extra money, do something that I enjoy, work pretty much when I want, when I have time. Um, it couldn't have come at a better time. And I have really been enjoying doing it. I just got my first paycheck <laughs> on Friday, which was exciting. And I got my free payday case of beer. Um, yes, the brewery that I work for, they every um every payday we get a free free case of beer, which is a nice little bonus, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's really nice to have some financial independence again, or at least feel like 
I'm contributing financially again because my husband's been carrying the torch for the past four years. And, you know, obviously we're married and his finances are my finances and we we work as a team and I'm doing a ton of work that I'm not getting paid to do. Um, But I don't know. There's something about contributing financially and bringing in your own income that is empowering. And once I started working again, I honestly didn't realize how much I missed it until I started again. And I I didn't realize how much I needed this little break um, in my day. And obviously, like, I'm still at home. I, I do go in occasionally, but obviously I'm still at home right now. Um, so it's just given me a lot of, I have a lot of flexibility where I can like answer, you know, 10 emails and then go take Roman and Stella to a therapy and then come back and get back to it. So that's a big thing that's been happening lately. I don't know. It's really weird too, because I have been really been hurting like for a while now to bring in some money um, and contribute. But for us caregivers, it's it's hard, right? You have to have childcare, which is near impossible um, to find for medically complex children um, or kids with like profound medical needs. But it's weird because I was starting to, I've been like manifesting ways that I can make money from home that would work with my schedule. And this is so strange, but I, I was asked to pick up these part-time hours, um, for my old job. And I also got another opportunity the same week, um, which I'm not going to get into just yet, but it was really exciting. And it also was, you know, I had a lot of flexibility and something that I think I'm really going to enjoy um, as another means of bringing in a little dough. Um, So yeah, I will, I will share more about that when, once things are like more firm. But it is weird how I just was really trying to manifest some ways to make money from home. And then I got two opportunities to within like a week, which just goes to show you that the universe does want to take care of us. (laughs) Um, So this episode, I just wanted to give you guys a quick little life updates on things that have been happening. I know it's a little shorter than our usual ones, but I will be back again next week with a very special guest. I'm very much looking forward to it, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy listening to this person and hearing our conversation. So I'm going to leave you guys here for today, but I will see you guys all again next week. Bye.
So the last thing I wanted to share with you all is that October is Neiman Pick Disease Awareness Month. And 